Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. The campaign is Cold Fire Within. It was written by Christopher Smith Adair, and it's available from Chaosium and DriveThruRPG. Our game master is Keith Craig, and this is episode 12. A recap will be given by me as my character, Damiel Dravis. So, without any further delay, let's continue our journey into the darkness. <laughs> When I started this journey, I was one thing. Now I'm another. I chose my path and I lost it. I don't remember wandering off, but I know that this road is not the road that I started. Someone, something is driving me. God? If so, it's an awfully strange road for him to choose. I am becoming something dangerous, deadly. I don't know what the limits of my powers are or what they will become. They continue to develop and they frighten me and thrill me, intoxicate me. We've been traveling in the land of dreams, on the oceans of ether, to the real lands of Lomar, trapped in time, to find and recover the souls displaced by those fascist fiends. So is it, is there a way to say this kind of thing without sounding poetic? Or am I just, uh, is Nathaniel, my new friend, rubbing off on uh, We managed to do what we set out to do, we have recovered the souls and placed them within the amethyst gems. We were swallowed by a cosmic worm, the destroyer of worlds, and conversed with a sentient parasite. Friendly. It's crazy. My own words, not a dream to me at all. Big old cockroach who started speaking Spanish then switched to English. Am I going to start using foul language now? Through the bowels of the cosmic worm to be defecated in the land of cats. My God. I've lost my sanity. Time to wake up. What? What? Who's banging on the door? I wake up. All right. Very nice. All right. So, our listeners, as implied from the recap, we find our heroes waking up from their adventures in the dreamlands back on the earth that they, they left. We'll begin with Nathaniel waking up in his cabin, in, the, uh, in his mountain cabin. So, Nathaniel, you kind of wake up. Uh, the jewels are, that you decided to bring back with you are there. Your mouth's a little dried out, of course. Oh, after sleeping for like three days or whatever, it's been. Oh, God. Get up. Drink the water I've left nearby for this very purpose. <laughs> Cuzzle it down. Start trying to find my bearings before slipping the crystals into my pocket. 
getting my gun and getting out to my car to go down to the institute. <laughs> All right. And how far away is your cabin from the institute? Uh, it was up in the mountains, so okay. it's out, out in the woods. So it might take a good forty-five minutes to get down there. Copy. All right. So yeah, you uh, get in the car, um, much like uh, many of the journeys you've taken after wake, waking up. It takes a bit to kind of get get going, but you've uh, learned, and that's why you've kept your water by the by your bed where you go to sleep. Yeah, and unfortunately, not being able to conjure my car keys into my hand. Um... Yeah, quite quite uh, tedious to uh, actually have to physically do things again. All right, so uh, we cut to the other four in the institute. You, uh, like I said, you you hear a banging on the door, and uh, you hear uh, the doctor, uh, the doctor yelling, "Get up!" Yeah, yeah, Doctor Winslow, yelling, "Wake up! Wake up!" Doctor Winslow. How much? How uh, much time has passed since they went to sleep in the machine? About six hours. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's Dr. Winslow. It's like, where were you? Jeffrey's missing. Who's Jeffrey? And Boris, I'll get up. Boris, yeah, you would sorry. remember because it's only been six six hours for you. It hasn't been months. Uh, Jeffrey was the uh, youngest patient that was that said he had seen ghosts. Uh, I'll get up and unlock the door. Doc. Win Winslow, I'm sorry to hear about your charge, but we can hardly have anything to do with your missing subject. You've been uh, occupied here. Yeah, I know you've been occupied here. Problem is, is that that uh, you were you were summoned here to help us out, and you're in here sleeping. Yvonne is downstairs. I mean, I'm sorry, Doctor Calisham is downstairs. You know, uh, just fr fretting the horrible. She and you, Mister Blake. She just is going off about how how she should have expected no better out of out of a scoundrel such as you. Why am I not fucking surprised? Uh, well. Wait, wait, wait! Six hours, six hours, and you treat us like trash in the middle you of the night. Correct yourself. We sleep at night. We wake in day. Step back. Ah, but yes, relax. you sleep sleep at night, but I but, but poke him in the chest. Step okay. back. Relax yourself. I intimidate. Let's okay. see if we can find Jeffrey, was it? Jeffrey. Yep. Yep. Give me an intimidate there, Boris. Oh, I have crap intimidate. <laughs> nah. Twenty-five out of eight of fifteen. Hey, he got he kinda of, when you poke him, he kind of backs up. But then you see he's kind of used to you know being in charge, being the second in charge here. He's like going, "You knew that that they disappeared at night." And he kind of kind of does a quick uh, military. All right, so the Jeffrey Stuyvesant. Yes. Yes, he's gone. It's just uh, you know we've we've been gone as well. You must understand. Uh, so. Uh, he had visions, he saw ghosts, he believed that there was a hollow earth. Uh, who brought him here? He brought himself here, he checked himself in. God, it seems like that okay, was so he wasn't brought by a family. Uh, well, how long ago did you realize he was missing? 
uh, when I I heard your uh, mountain of a friend slam the door as he was leaving. Maybe uh, with yes. Alexios. Oh, he yeah. rambling about you know boom boom and and make a big scene last. Night. Let's go. Have you learned? Have you searched for him? Let's go search for him. I think he will have taken the same path that that crazy woman that uh, nearly sucked me and I think Marsden dry the last time that she turned up in the uh, corridor. What, what the hell was her name? Something flowery and exotic. The yeah. the crazy one who was sat in the Colosseum watching people beat each other to death. That that bitch. Bride? Yeah, the bride. Esmeralda? When you say that, uh, Dr. Winslow, because he, first he had a very confused look on your face when you were describing that woman. He's like, Esmeralda? Esmeralda Ash? Yeah, the one that's out in the woods, the one that's uh, currently not, she's not dead, she's no ghost, she's just ast astrally projecting. What? No, she's been gone for years. Yeah, not Trust gone. me, she's really back now. Oh, this is, this is just madness. He's like, oh, we're, we're going to have to close up the Institute as it is. We can't, can't keep the lights on. It just sounds like you've given up already. You're a... Uh... You're a parapsychologist, right? You know these things don't follow straight lines. Oh, uh, well, the uh, bank bank follows a straight line, straight line to repossession. Winslow, what hour is it? My watch seems to have wound down. Uh, it's uh, six in the morning. Oh, yeah. All right, six in the morning. And you heard the banging door when? It is about five. Let's go start at his... So, uh, He's that got at real. least an hour head start. Well, that was your uh, friend, Alexios. I, I found right. when that's I woke, woke up, I, woke. I went looking. All right. So that's when you noticed that Jeffrey was gone. That's correct. Did you notice whether his bedclothes were still warm? Uh, his bed was not still warm. I, uh, that, yeah. So we can assume at least a three-hour head start. But he slept in it, bed, the bedclothes. Yes. He didn't make yeah. his bed. Yeah, the bed was uh, unmade. Let's let's go to his room and check if, if there are slippers there. You know, if there's a rope there. Yeah. So he got suitcase. Yeah. He changed out of his bed clothes before he left. No, the bed clothes on the bed, not the pajamas so, on the. Well, yeah, were the sheets and blankets. Right, but Milton might be able to see something about his last um, intentions. Uh I wonder how long it's going to take. Well, Cooper's not going to be woken up by an angry. Uh, <clears throat> so, all right. Uh, would you show us to Jeffrey's, please? We're also expecting a friend to be here soon. Oh, uh, we can't feed him. Well, don't worry about it. Uh, as I understand, cabbage is rather inexpensive. It, that it is. I'm, I'm, and uh, not very filling. He goes, he goes follow me. He uh, starts going down the hallway, and he uh, once he gets into the hallway where the, uh, the other patients are, he you notice that he does start kind of walking a little quieter. He doesn't want to wake them, and he stops at uh, Jeffrey's door. Why aren't we ask uh, asking them? I've uh, looked looked at I looked into their rooms. They were both sound asleep. Good heavens! Very little privacy in this place. All right. Um, so I'm going to look through his nightstand and closet mm -hmm. for indications.
locations of intentional departure, suitcase, shoes, etc. Okay. Uh, as you uh, look look through there, you do see that most of his wardrobe is still there. You do, uh, as Boris kind of implied, he did take off his pajamas, and you do notice one uh, hanger that you could assume that like a suit was on is now bare. Uh -huh. So he but he didn't plan to leave forever. It's more like a siren call, I suspect. Well, maybe Milton can pick something up from his pillow or something. So, I'm going to walk along the corridor to the nearest exit and mm -hmm. see if there's any evidence outside the door of footprints or while they're doing that. Okay. Uh, so uh, there are two uh, sets of stairs that go down. One is uh, the nearest one is the one that's uh, in the corner of the building. That's the one I'll take. All right, uh, go ahead and give me a spot hidden. 81. Uh, that is uh, that is not a pass. Yeah, I'd have to spend 22 points. Go for it. Uh, so I'm not going to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, obviously you don't see anything. I'm still waking up. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Boris, what are you doing at this moment? Just go into my room to make sure I have my walking stick and a bottle of vodka, you know, breakfast. Since we're right, yeah. You do. <laughs> and uh, Milton. Looking for anything that could be considered a kind of personal object of more significance for what's left in the room. Then I'm going to try and use clairvoyance to see if I can get an idea or read of where he might be. Okay. Uh, as you uh, look through there, you do see a, he's got a picture of, uh, you could assume it's his father. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm hoping that it'll connect to, uh, we'll see, missing guy, not the father. But that's right. my, you know, my intention is to try and locate him. Mm -hmm. So, first of all, D6. So, this will be, takes me five rounds. Okay. Stand and concentrate. It is four magic points. So it takes me down to 11. And then clairvoyance roll. 30 is a hard success. Nice. So, uh, you know, you kind of sit there, you start getting uh, the little image of it, and you start seeing, uh, you, you see him moving along. It seems like he's... Uh, uh, on a trail in the mountain in the mountains, but he's moving going. moving with a purpose. So following that same kind of path through the woods and then up into the mountains that I suspected. Mm -hmm. We have a winner. Uh, so Blake, you think this Esmeralda has summoned the fool? Yep, same way that our um, our yig covered um, Indian the way he went into the um, into the woods. So that's where they're heading. And then somewhere, cause I remember from, if I remember right, when I did that check for Esmeralda to try and find where she was, I got the impression she was underground or somewhere below us. That's correct. And that there was that Colosseum where it was almost like the kind of Roman blood sport type of thing going on. 
Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So may maybe there's a I don't know a cavern or way down underground somewhere down there. Um, it might be good if we've got someone around here that knows knows the mountains a bit more. If there's anywhere that they can think of where there are caves that might go down, might give us a head start as to where to actually go to, rather than trying to follow the trail blind up there. Hey, Winslow's not local, but maybe the cook or husband would know something about the local geology in that regard. It's worth a try. Well, if I hear we're going out into the woods, I'm going to grab my rucksack and throw, sling it over my shoulder with my rifle in it. Okay. Given what she did on the premises out of body, she might have sucked the poor fellow dry before we can find them. But I suppose the search party is the most well, reasonable approach. He's still moving body. at the minute, so he hasn't been drained yet. All right. Okay, so... So uh, after you kind of get done with your uh, reading there and, and everything, were uh, you wanting to? I assume you guys were going to head head downstairs, get some coffee. Okay. Yeah. There's a question of whether we should wait for the poet before we go hunting. Well, yeah. Otherwise, he's not going to know where we've gone. Well, well, you guys are heading up into the the mountains. That's where our missing guys got to. Well, either wait or one of us waits. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'll wait, but or we can yeah. just we can all wait. What another? Is it urgent, Milton? Do you think? Well, he's going with. He's moving with purpose. He's he's got to. He's he's got to be somewhere. This is not the leisurely pace of a man who's got all the time in the world. He's moving it. Mm -hmm. oh. All right. All right. So uh, when you come downstairs, uh, the coffee is uh, is being brewed by the uh, the housekeepers and uh, the drummers. Joseph is, of course, as affable as you remember. He's like, "On ah, I, I was wondering if we I'd see you. I heard all the yelling upstairs. Seems that uh." Dr. Winslow's uh, passions had uh, bubbled up again. Who worried about the price of cabbage or something? Ah, well, uh, he he uh, he just cares about the institute. Yeah, sometimes he uh, cares too much, but I appreciate it. It keeps me employed. It's like, yes. uh, anyone take cream, or are uh, you just like a black? Black. Uh, Winslow said that Dr. Kalishin was very upset. Is she about? Have you seen her? Uh, last I saw, she was down in her office. Uh, I'll see. Uh, I'll go take a cup if it's ready down to uh, knock on her office door and have a uh, invite her back for a group uh, plan. Oh yeah, that sounds good. I'll pour an extra cup for you. She she likes a little cream and sugar in hers. Mm. Well, uh, he does, and he he comes back. He gets you all all your coffee and everything, and he uh, hands it off. He's like going, uh, "I wasn't sure I was going to see you. I, I heard your truck start last night and uh, drive off, but 
Uh, You're muted, Tom. Uh, Maybe Damiel. Alexios, Damn. yes. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Alexios. You'd think a fellow that big could have just rolled down to town and saved us a vehicular crisis, but I hope he doesn't get picked up on suspicious of the Club Brothers' disappearance. It'd be ironic with him avoiding danger. I don't imagine the electric chair could do him. We'd have to hook up an extra few batteries. He's pretty wily. I think that he probably just got on the first train out of here. Yeah. All right. Which means we might find our truck down there. Yeah. Might. Probably. All right, Marsden, you uh, you come down to to the office. Uh, the door is closed. Dr. Callison. Uh, yes. I brought you coffee. We need to discuss plans. It's uh, Lethbridge. Oh, uh, yes, yes. Uh, come in. All right. Yeah. How's she look? Um, she her eyes are a little puffy, maybe a, a little red, but it looks like she's uh composed herself as uh as quickly as possible. Uh, I understand you take cream and sugar. I, I do. Uh, Joseph must have uh, let you know. Yes, indeed. We uh, we need to make plans about finding your missing lodger. Did you sleep well last night, pray tell? I did. Uh, extremely deep. Uh -huh. Dreams, maybe? Uh, if I had any, I, I don't, don't remember. That's good. You've been having a difficult time. I'm glad you've got a nice, deep night's sleep. I, I know, but it's it's to the point now when I have a deep night's sleep and I wake up, I, I almost have dread. It's, it's yes, it it seems wouldn't to seem happen. to be a funny coincidence, wouldn't it? It keeps happening when you sleep well. Huh. I, I know. Yeah. Uh, so we understand that Jeffrey uh, followed a trail that we have followed to a lesser extent already. Um, do you are you aware that Esmeralda Ash is still afoot? Esmeralda, uh -huh. have you have you seen her? We've seen her. Uh, well, she's let's say she's visited, but not corporeally. Oh, and she almost like brightens up to, up at that, and she's like, "Oh, did, did you happen to get a picture? Any proof?" Uh, we uh, did not manage to operate any apparatus. I, I didn't set them up. Uh, we'll try again. Uh, but the first thing is to get Jeffrey back from her clutches. She's uh, in her current state, extremely dangerous. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, 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 if we could get could get proof of her visiting, especially in corporally. Oh my goodness, yeah. what a boon that would be. That's true. That would be good for backers. Yes, it's a worthy point. Um, if you uh, can leave what you're at here right now and come visit the rest of us in the commissary, we can make a, a final plan. We have um, an associate coming from uh, the hills outside of Woodstock as well that we'll need to arrange modest accommodation for. Ah, okay. Uh... Well, unfortunately, apparently we have another bedroom available. 
Uh, Jeffrey's not entirely vacated, but I'm sure we'll figure something out. Yeah. Did you uh, take note of Jeffrey's theories about a hollow earth? Oh, yes. He, uh, he talked of uh, them quite, quite a bit. He uh, was c completely fascinated with it. And, uh, you know, I th it's been uh, a continual subject with some of our, uh, our guests is this uh, hollow, hollow earth theory. Oh, it's recurrent, is it? It's not specific to Jeffrey. Oh, no, no. No, uh, ironically enough, that the Esmeralda, she's the uh, one that first started pushing that kind of uh, claptrap around here. But, but some of the others that have disappeared, they, they would talk about that, it also. It's interesting that you should consider that particular bit of non-canonical understanding claptrap as Kalashim. It might be that you're just on top of a large cave system or something, some reason that these sensitive types think the earth is hollow. I, I guess uh, I, you are probably all right. I should have a much more open mind on this considering my uh, current research. I don't mean to upgrade you. Let's uh, let's meet the others. Mm -hmm. uh, she uh, she come, she follows you down there, uh, Milton. You uh, don't have to make a roll. You notice that she uh, very purposely avoids even making eye contact with you. I think that's uh, a two way street there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> she uh, she looks up and she she. Uh, she goes, I, I understand that, that you, according to your friend Lethbridge here, that, that you propose being able to uh, find Jeffrey and uh, restore him back. Or at least having him be able to go home so we don't have that stain, another stain on our, on our record. Well, I, I hope that that, that that is the case. We, like, we don't know what happened to him, but we think we know where he might be. So we will definitely try and get him back. Oh, well, that would be uh, wonderful if he could. She uh, kind of looks, ar looks around. She's, she's like, uh, how would you know where he went? Have we, I'll just have give we her a discussed? long stare. Yeah, she kind of goes, oh, I see, yes. Have you ever been able to document this, Milton? Or are you... Uh... What visible evidence would there be to record? Uh, that's uh, most unfortunate as, as usual. Mm -hmm. you, you doubt that his abilities are real uh i do question it now i i as a scientist i am uh, willing to admit that i have a uh a personal bias uh to trusting him um i can't offer you any proof that he knows what he's talking about but what evidence do you have that there's any kind of uh, 
supernatural or uh, psychic powers? Any oh, oh, we uh, have uh, have uh, witnessed people uh, being able to uh, read read what others' thoughts are, you know, and uh, in a very controlled uh, double blind experiment where they were. Uh, there was no way that they could have been passing along the information, at least in any way that we could tell. I understand that you know, there's always can be tricks. But, but yes, I mean, your friend, uh, your, your Russian friend there, he, he seemed, uh, Dr. Winslow had a, had, a, had a lot of faith in him. But true, I talk with dead. They yeah. they speak through me. Unfortunately, there's no way for us to know that what they're doing is real, but you can see the results. Very true. Yeah. But um, I all I know is that 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 you know the institute's on on the the edge of collapse here, and we're we're struggling and. As much as I hate to do it, my my hopes are hung on hung on you and unfortunately Milton. Sorry, Milton. My mother mother told me not not to talk to you again. And your mother? Yes, yes. My she knows that Milton and I had a uh, past past, and he broke my heart. I'm sorry. What are you telephoning your mother? I've talked. I no. I haven't telephoned her since you've been here. But but she uh, she warned me when I asked her about reaching out to him for assistance. She said that that would be foolish. You should perhaps bring her here for study. If she's such a successful prognosticator. Mm. Yeah. Also, work out who did the breaking as well. Hmm. Uh, well, Interhuman relations, always so messy. Yeah, tell me about it. Um, guys, uh, continue. And about that time, so uh, say after you searched around, the rounds doing the clairvoyance, Nathaniel, you start uh, kind of, uh, you see the uh, institute on top of the hill. So you, old familiar, old familiar uh, place in Woodstock. But maybe this will be the first time you've turned down this road to actually drive up to the institute. It it would be. Uh, I prefer the open woods to such a uh, well brutish looking buildings. But uh, one must make sacrifices. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, at that moment, uh, Joseph goes. Uh, it appears that someone is uh, is arriving. Did I hear correctly that you were expecting someone? Saved by the poet, indeed. Uh huh. I I will uh, go uh, go greet him now, Doctor Kalisham. You'll find this perhaps interesting. Thank you very much, Joseph. Doctor Kalisham, the fellow who's about to arrive, his name is uh, Nathaniel Cooper. He's a poet. He maintains a rural uh, home not far from here. We met him using. Uh, the device upstairs and another realm of consciousness where we interacted in dreams over the course of several months. Oh. If you ask him anything about any of this, uh, he can corroborate that. 
oh. the photographs, but uh, it might allow you to be a little less um, cynical regarding your former romantic entanglement and his associates. We, Doctor, we literally met him months ago last night. <laughs> oh, Dr. Nesbitt theorized that this was possible. He, you you might. Yes. I'll say we parted ways after getting shit out of a, uh, a very large worm's ass. So uh, can we move this along? Uh, yes, that was an odd statement, Milton, but uh, we'll, we'll greet him. <laughs> so, uh, Nathaniel, the, the door opens and you see a uh, what you would assume to be the caretaker. Oh, good day, uh, sir. I'm looking for a few uh, associates of mine. Uh, I believe they said they would be here this fine morning. Uh, they are. They they said to expect someone, and I, since you've pulled up and you are someone, I assume that you are the someone that they were expecting. Yes, well, you know, the thing with identities, it's always hard to pin down who anybody is. Uh -huh. Cooper's the name. At least uh -huh. I know that for now. Uh, Joseph, Joseph Drummer, excellent to meet you. Oh, the pleasure is all mine. All right, well, come on, come in, come in, come in. They're, they're enjoying some coffee and some uh, lively debate on topics that I, I do not understand nor care, care to invest in. Oh, but you see, Joseph, the whole point of debate is to just have fun with the words. Ah, yes, well... I I enjoy uh, I enjoy deba debating topics that I at least have somewhat understanding about, like what spices to put in in the head cheese to give it just the right uh, tang. Oh, that's <laughs> a uh, that that's quite a uh, well, that's a sticky subject with some folks. Ah, yes, yeah. Some people don't like it. Well, come, 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 come. So I come walking walking down and. Uh, they, he, he opens the door. He's like, uh, Dr. Kalisham, a uh, Mr. Cooper is here. Uh, he is the Mr. Someone that was expected. She looks up. She's like, ah, please, no one say anything. No one say anything. Mr. Cooper, how did you meet these gentlemen? Oh, well, I met them in the land of Lomar in the dreams, uh, of course. Oh, this is most fascinating. He's like, oh, maybe, maybe uh, bringing you here wasn't a mistake. He's a mistake? No, no, no. Everywhere I go is with intent and purpose. No mistakes. Oh, yeah. Which not... is really easy to do if you go nowhere with any intent or any purpose at all. In which case, everything is equal. I do believe you must have come from the dreams because you you're you're uh, you talk in circles. And I, I love it. And she's like, oh my goodness. She's like, Milton, your stock is going is on the rise again. Yay. <laughs> Would you like a cup of coffee? Oh, I don't need I don't need coffee. I just have the energy of life. Well, well that that's good. We have a hunt before us. One of the um oh yes, our friend Mr. Uh Konev. Uh Konev, uh Pleased to meet you. I'm Mr. Someone who has been expected. Here, but Oh, well, don't mind if I do. It's 6 a.m. in the morning, for Christ's <laughs> sake. I've been drinking since you all in that contraption all night. 
Only it's past midday in Moscow. So. <laughs> and Cooper has been asleep for days, so it's probably after six. I like this guy. And I pat you on the back. Uh, so I'm glad you're feeling energetic, Cooper. Uh, another one of the subjects of this institution has flown the coop. Uh, we suspect he's been sucked into some underground warring by a non-carporeal figure who was a subject here years before. She's a witchy woman. Oh, that is all the most interesting. Not everything fun happens when we're asleep, after all. Are we about ready to get on the road and go see if we can find him before he... We, we, need, we need to get moving ASAP. Yeah. Well, uh, my car is out front. Well, I uh, think we're going to have to walk up into the mountains uh, on the trail. Oh, unless, well, unless we can get as close to the trail as we can now, can't we? And unless we know where any of these caves might be that the, this fella's heading to, and if there's a more direct route that we can get there faster... Mr. Drummer, do you know about any cave systems uh, that have been uncovered locally? Oh, lots of caves up in, up in the Catskills. Mm. Uh, lots of mountain people up there, too. They'd be uh, the ones to talk to. They would know the area better than me. So you are not a mountain you know. person. What's that? Lots of caves, yes. Uh, well, uh, let's see. Uh, Daniel, can you describe the route we took the other night when following the sprites? Yeah. We're looking for something in that direction. I'm also wondering if Milton might be able to, to use his psychometry to find where the guy is by, you know, by finding places like following a trail. The dog. How about the dog? Can the dog sniff him out? The dog's going to be easier than me because that's going to drain me pretty quick. And if we have another confrontation with Esmeralda, that's not going to be a good combination. Dog, dog went to the vet, remember? He got, he got oh. chewed up pretty bad. <laughs> All right, well, we'll just have to, hopefully the them that are so, watching us will help us so, find our way. If you do remember, you had, were given a few trails, uh, trail names. Uh, it's been several months in actual time for, for us. Uh, when the before you encountered the Weblin boys, where they were taking Is it, people to something with the devil, Devil's devil, Pass, Devil's Pass, yeah, Devil's Pass, yeah. What? Is it conceivable that the Nazis and the witch women women are at the same locale? Maybe. <clears throat> oh, Mr. Cooper, did the um, amethyst come through successfully? Mm -hmm. Ah, brilliant. Lovely. Oh, there's a few of our friends inside that. Ms. Kalisham, Dr. Kalisham, sorry. Oh, it's okay. Friends are inside. She's like, may, may, I, may I look? Oh, uh, Wyatt, would you like to talk to Ms. Callahan? Sure. Who the hell is that? I mean, who is that? I don't, I don't know. Here. So she uh, takes it. I'm going to give her a power roll. Is her power? Don't let her drop it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, she got a hard. She's like, "Hello." Uh, greetings. I'm. Uh, 
Trying oh. to assist my friends on finding. Well, don't drop body. him by God. Here, oh, it's it's a replacement. <laughs> like, this is, yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> you, you should put that on the chain or something that you go. <laughs> Like uh, th this is this is most fascinating. Oh my my goodness! He's like going, Milton. I I could I could hug your friend, and she goes over and hugs Nathaniel. <laughs> oh, you 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 grace me too much. Um, here, if you would not mind passing me Wyatt back, I believe we must be going. Okay. Yeah. Jeez. I think I'm going to attempt a little card divination. Okay to uh, determine whether it's possible that Esmeralda and company are in the same area as our Lomarian friends. Okay. So that, uh, ouch. regular success with a 48. I draw Three of Wands. Okay, so with a... Will we find Esmeralda and possibly Jeffrey at the Devil's Pass Trail? Uh, or through it? Through it, yes. Through it, right. Oh, uh, yes, the answer is yes. I suspect, though, um, it's an underground situation. The Webling boys said that we couldn't drive across Devil's Pass Trail, but perhaps there's a trail ahead. If the waitress down in the city knew it, somebody closer by should. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, she, uh, Dr. Kalsham is still just like, she, she goes, I must write, write, write this down. It, it, She's, uh, excuse me, I, I hope I hope to see you uh, tonight, but... Well, Doc, Dr. Kalisham, if somebody had told me that such a spring lily such as yourself could blossom in such a dire and dark place as this, I wouldn't have believed it. But it has been such a pleasure meeting you. We must be going. <laughs> like, oh, oh, you are, uh, you are a silver-tongued devil. <laughs> She, it's, uh, it's the months and months inside of a library I've done this to <laughs> oh you should be a doctor by now <laughs> besides a doctor of floor of beautiful language that you are well some sometimes people call me a poet but mm -hmm. wonderful and she uh she uh she goes uh well i i i must write this down before it for it slips slips from my mind. She's like going, good luck, good luck. I, I, I'm sure, sure you, that you will have much success. After all, you've, you've shown me wonders that I've never seen before. I mean, who would have thought a person in an amethyst? <laughs> like I said, there are stranger things out there. No, indeed. Quick question for you, uh, Yvonne. Amongst everything you've got here, you haven't got a suit of armor or anything like that hanging around. Uh, no, I don't. Uh, sorry. Not anything, not anything more substantial than this? And I'll hold up the, the sword cane. Uh, no, but I mean, 
you know, in in town, you could get axes or pretty much anything that you would need. Guns. Oh, I, I, I don't know about swords. I mean, you know, it's just used to holding something a bit more substantial than this where we last were, and I think we might need something a bit more substantial. Well, if we are going into a cave, Milton, I believe Grendel's mother keeps a great deal of swords laying about. <laughs> uh, I think we're on the wrong side of the pond for that, but yeah. Beowulf. Mm -hmm. Beowulf reference. Alright. So she, uh, she uh, nods and uh, starts walking down the hallway back to her office. A little lighter in step after speaking with Nathaniel. And, uh, what would you like to do? Joseph, could you um, tell us what the closest roadway, possible roadway might be to Devil's Pass Trail? Ah, yes. I, I got a, I've got a map for you, in fact. It's, uh, yes. It's conveniently marked up, even. Ooh. So uh, you are down here at 10. And uh, you can see here the uh, red dotted lines brings you up to here. So if you follow this path, this road up to here and, and get on, uh, what is that, Platte Cove Road, the trailhead is right about there on Old Overlook. It's pleasingly clear. Joseph, you are a wonder and a gentleman. Where would we be without you? Oh, I, I don't know, sir, but uh, you certainly have brightened, brightened our, the, what promised to be a dark day when I woke up to yelling. Well, I'm glad it could be a little bit of a sunrise in your life. Well, the car is still warm. I believe we have a trail to find. All right. As you sure. guys... As you guys are leaving, you see kind of stand, leaning up against the window, you see uh, Dr. Winslow kind of, he's got, got a somewhat sour expression on his face. He's seems to definitely be kind of looking at Nathaniel with a, uh, a sour look on his face. <laughs> Everyone can give me a psychology roll if you'd like to. <laughs> I don't think it's necessary. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Winslow, be a good sport. Um, I, I I look forward to discussing the machine upstairs with you, but please don't uh, uh, deal with it until we've returned. We're going. We're off to find Joseph. I think we'll be able to bring him back intact. Best of luck to you. Hmm. Hmm. Well, I wonder if he really means that. <laughs> All right. All right, so you come out and you see uh, Nathaniel's Cooper's vehicle, whatever that that was, and it is it is still warm. It's an older Ford. Gotcha. Nice. I hope it's not a rumble seat. I've had bad experiences recently with trunks. <laughs> No, we should all fit quite comfortably, if a little snug in the back. Blake, do you, uh, it looks like we'll be passing near uh, Woodstock proper before we turn north. Do you want to try to get uh, 
pickaxe or some such? I, I'm no good with an axe. Uh, so I've, I did plenty of fencing yeah. training, so it's mainly a longer blade that I'm after. You might have Civil War saber. Yeah, see, see if there is. Yeah, I mean, it might be a good idea for a sword to get tooled up, to be honest. Would a uh, machete count as a sword, or is that too short? Uh, the, def the, defini the definition for the sword skill in the rulebook is it's any blade over two feet in length. So if it's yeah, a yeah. particular, the long machete, then maybe. Yeah, big I believe machetes. machetes are under fighting brawl. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. Not All right. Fight with it completely differently, though. Yeah. All right. All right, so you guys head on out. Were you wanting to swing through Woodstock or just uh, press on up to uh, that that road, Sugarloaf Road? If there's something like a bric-a-brac store, or if there might be somewhere that's selling old Civil War memorabilia, then put ask to pull over. But otherwise, if there's nothing that looks like it might fit the bill, then move on. Yeah. I will admit that my New York Civil War history, but I don't think any battles got quite this far north, did they? So, yeah. The Revolutionary War, yes. The Civil War, no. And that's not bric-a-brac. That's museum. Mm. And frankly, Woodstock before the 60s was just another little farming village. Probably not then. As, as, yeah. as much as I would love to just spend hours roaming around the farming village, as I tend to do when I'm awake... Um, I've seen to be obligated, which I, I don't like, but I'm here, so. All right. All right, so you guys uh, head, on, head on out and um, press on up to Sugar Sugarloaf Road. Uh, it's, it takes you about an hour to drive up there. When you uh, come to the trailhead, you see your old truck. Well, not your truck, but the truck that you took. It's there, and uh, it looks like it was quite hastily uh, parked. Possession is one tenth of the law. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, we're not saying that Alexios drove up here, right? No, I'm not saying someone drove up here. Maybe. Jeff Maybe I'm missing I did. Yeah. Uh huh. That's an interesting summoning. It would also get him up here much faster. That is typically how cars work. Now, Milton, you sleep a lot. Pipe down. You said he was moving in haste, but you didn't see him running in your vision. Maybe he was moving in the vehicle. Well, maybe it's. I think when I when I performed the the location. At that point, he was already on foot because they said that he left last night. The drive wouldn't have taken uh, that long. Okay. I was going to say, how could he get here in an hour if we if it took us an hour to drive here and he's on foot? But yeah, if he gets the car. Okay, so he's way ahead of us. Mm -hmm. Now, did you have any... Uh, I, I did not game master this one. Did you guys go shopping for like any outdoor gear, hiking gear and stuff when you were in Saugerties? He had a big plan to do so, and then we decided to go to the Wembley Brothers instead, where things uh, went awry. Uh, yeah, I remember. I remember that. So there is no gear in the truck then. <laughs> so would we have stopped at least for water 
and rope or something. Well, I am known for rambles in the hills. I have stuff in my car. I don't right. plan and to even have so many didn't, people with me. Even if we didn't stop in Woodstock for a sword, because there wasn't one, there would be a general store. We would need a couple of lanterns, at least rope. You know, we know we're expecting to go underground. And All we right. did originally plan for it, just we got sidetracked by Nazis. Yeah. So if you would, uh, we could easily backtrack and say you guys went shopping. Uh, please write down on your character sheet what you bring, because uh, when you get up into the woods, it's not written down or you don't have resourceful. Well, I know I picked up at least two or three more bottles of vodka. That was oh, the first yeah. Thing on the list. <laughs> they even have vodka. Rope canteen <laughs> and some canned food. All right. Yeah. So yeah. I didn't have head cheese, though. I asked three times. Well, and then Jack. A general that's... store in Woodstock, they wouldn't call it vodka. They would just call it Spirit. clear liquor. Yeah. Hand, hand sanitizer. <laughs> Uh, uh, you said your name was was Boris. Boris, yeah. I I, uh, I can't say I recommend the vodka from around these parts. Just lower your temper, your expectations. I am hoping to find clear. some moonshine. Ooh. Oh well, if I had known, I would have brought some from my camp. Just like Mama used to make. Lantern oil. Okay. Uh, I think a canteen with water is the most important. Yeah. Canteen, yep. a lighter, canned food, 20 foot of rope. Um, oh. You can go for a couple days without food. You don't need. You can. Yep. And I did fill a thermos with Joseph's coffee. I have a notebook and pen, which is the most important thing to have on you at all times. Um, you said a lighter. Yeah, lighter matches. Mm -hmm. I'm just, one thing I like about the waking world over the dream world is that when I open my bag, the same things are in it that I put there before. The thing I dislike about, about it is if you forget to bring something along with you, you can't just whisk it into your hands. I'm going to buy a knife. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Now I know I have a couple boxes of uh, rifle shells. Uh, Marsden, do you need to pick up some ammunition for whatever you have? And ammunition up in the woods shouldn't be hard to get at any store. Yeah, you know, my own 22 I have plenty for, but the Nazi 36s, I could pick something up. Yeah, they, they would have that. Unless you're looking for like bullets or like Thompson's, they're going to have it up here in the woods, yeah, up in mm -hmm. the small town, 1930s, yeah. They got, they got the weapon. <laughs> I got... <clears throat> knife canteen, a couple cans of canned ham or something. Mm. Either box of matches, two bottles of liquor, and some rope. That's all, all right. I can think of off the top of my head. You, yeah. They See, wouldn't have a grappling hook probably anyway. Yeah, they would. I mean, it's up to... Uh, give me a luck roll. Mountaineering stuff? Yeah, yeah, because um, seventy-one, but I still passed. Yeah, yep, they do. Oh, maybe some of those little things you, ketones. 
Yeah, I couldn't oh. think of the word. Yeah. Well, are we nope. going to go mountain climbing? <laughs> we no. got a trail. If we we think get... we're going down into the earth. Right. But... So we might need to knock uh, something in so we can climb back out. Well, if we're going down into caves, we need light. So. Oh, yeah. Backpack to put everything Torches. On. Yep. Well, look, I, I, I've got my hiking bag, my walking stick. I've got rope, a lantern, a large knife, food, water, stuff. I, I, I go on walks all the time when I'm awake. Torch with extra batteries. I'm doing uh, oil, lantern, and oil. And, of course, I always have pemmican in my bag. You never know when a little pemmican hunger will come across. Mm. Well, pemmican keeps and keeps and keeps. All right. so delicious. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What are right. you living in? <laughs> All right. And uh, everyone, give me a survival mountain roll. Huh. So that that one that uh, probably starts at what one percent or uh, uh, more more than likely yeah. ten. ten for base survival. Mm. Yeah. No. So a sixty-one is nowhere close. Oh, you, get, you can spend luck on. <laughs> Closer than sixty-nine. I, I rolled an eight. Everyone, follow me. Okay. So That's so good. So Marsden rolled an eight. What that's going to give you is that at any time when you're out there, it, it, I assume that's a regular Marsden? That's a natural eight. Yeah, regular. Ten is mine face. Okay. So uh, what that will get, get you is anytime you're out there, if you're like going, oh, we would have brought this, Marsden would have been like, oh, of course I, I brought it because oh, I... Sterno, everyone brings Sterno. I survive. But you only get to do it once because you only got a regular. You got no hard, you could have done it twice, but so. All right. You want to spend the luck to make it yeah. a hard or an extreme? I or think extreme. I should make it at least. Uh, it's cheap enough. If Is that too uh, retroactive? No, no, that, that'd be fine. All right, then. There's going to uh, be a chance you never use it. You know, you, you, you guys always had what you needed. Well, Turkey given that I have 94 <laughs> luck. And it's that, that, we'll get it back. Seven. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. it would be a shame not to spend six luck for that advantage from 94, so. That's... Oh, I brought my howitzer. And it's cheap, <laughs> cheaper than spending your 10 lux for your resourceful ability, so. Well, I was thinking about spending 20 luck to get the, the 30 down to a 10. Nice. <laughs> nice. All right. that price. All right. So, uh, so you got it to an extreme? Yes. All right. So you get, get, you can do that three times. If we need more than that. Yeah. Obviously, with, obviously within reason, you didn't bring like, Oh, I brought my like, uh, <laughs> yeah. Candles, <laughs> not howitzer. I yeah. brought a Sherman tank. Hmm. Would a crit give him even more? Because if he bends, burns it down to an O one, one that would be a critical rather than an extreme. It just says three for an extreme. So, <laughs> so. now, Here's a here's a puzzler. I wonder if you could buy sticks of dynamite at a general store in a town in New York in the 30s. I just don't know. People did use it for like getting rid of stumps and things. Stumps, yeah. But I don't know if we even want to put 30 zero dynamite in a backpack, or if it, or how reasonable it is even in a pulp game to pick some up. Give it to the mad Russian. I'll carry it. Yes, put it in the bag with the vodka. 
are our characters expecting to blow up Jeffrey when we find him? <laughs> no, but we're expecting, we now know that the, we expect to run into our Nazi friends in the same place we think Esmeralda and Jeffrey are. They do have uh, dynamite. So it, they do have dynamite. So if you wanted to buy some. How can I resist? Exactly. A uh, bundle of six that okay. can be separated. There you Ooh, go. I'll pack that nicely in a yeah. little bit of woolen roll. I just figured you'd make like a fertilizer bomb with your like uh... <laughs> It's not out of the question. Maybe yeah. I'll be setting that off with one of these sticks. Yeah. All right. All right. So you guys are up at the trailhead with your uh, recently acquired uh, things. The uh, truck is uh, there. It's been abandoned. Uh, the keys are still in it, and the uh, the trail uh, it is known as Devil's Path, but it looks like uh, uh, one of the uh, CCC projects has probably Im improved it. Uh, was that Civilian Conservation Corps? Was that one of the ones or one of the Great yeah, that, that, that was part of Roosevelt's. Uh, yeah. Okay. As part of the way to fight the Great Depression, the New Deal, give people jobs, and they did a lot of parks work. So they've uh, they've improved it. So it looks like okay, you know, people can walk on it much easier than when it was a virgin land. One does not any longer need cloven hooves, uh, and I'm sure it'll be obvious that there's been some traffic lately if not footprints, but obviously that, you know, the Nazi brigands have been up here. Mm. Uh, what do you say we take the key out of the Weblin brothers' truck and leave it here as someplace that we know, but nobody else does? Good plan. That way it won't, if we need it to get out, it'll be available, but it will be harder for someone else to move. Uh, Here's a, uh, okay, I'll put it under this pretty rock that I'll put in front of the left front tire. Or even by so, a nearby tree, so yeah. it's not as close. As long as we all see where it is, then we know. As long as we agree, yeah. in case we don't all return at the same time. All right. All right, so you guys uh, head out onto the road, hit your back backpacks up, and uh, who is in the lead? Well, I will most certainly, um, if nobody else objects, I love walking. All right. Well, but you have, have the lead. So you're walking along. And uh, everyone give me a spot hidden or track roll. <laughs> I don't know which one that's going to be. Yeah. I was like, I'm glad I gave a choice on that. <laughs> a 10 is an extreme success. Ooh. So... Uh, that'll be good enough for that. So, uh, Nathaniel, since especially since you're in the lead, as you're as you're uh, hiking along, you definitely see on the trail a uh, large group of footprints. Now it looks, you know, several, maybe a week or so old, maybe a little bit older than that. But a large group of uh, people definitely has uh, taken this way. Um, I, I, if we hadn't covered uh, the 
brethren in conversation in Dream Lomar or Real Lomar, we can take advantage of our the first part of our hike to fill Nathaniel in on the fact that there are a bunch of jackbooted uh, thugs ahead, who some of whom are, are housing ancient Lamarians and some of whom are just easily led, depressed white men with grudges. Mm, depressed white men with grudges have caused many the world a heartache. Let's, uh, we seem to not be the only hikers on this trail. Lots of people coming. Yes, and we think they're trying to open up a gate or doorway to ancient Lomar as part of an invasion from the past. I don't know. If you see anything shimmering and uncertain, don't walk through it before tossing in a stone. What? Oh, well, I want to walk through it before I could capture it in words. Be a waste of an opportunity. <laughs> okay. So, uh... <laughs> The trail begins off the road and climbs and you're climbing up Indian Head Mountain. It is an extremely steep climb for almost a mile and a half. When you when you get to the top at uh, lookout point on the eastern slope, you have one of the uh, what's been set, described as one of the most beautiful vistas in all of the northeast United States, the view at, at this this spot. Of course, uh, Nathaniel, I, I'm assuming you, as soon as you see it, it's just like, oh. you know, this is, of course, the area that uh, has been uh, captured in uh, many books by Washington Irving, James Fenimore Cooper, and there's a reason why this land was always uh, used as their setting, because it is a very beautiful area, and oh. Once you've uh, reached the lookout point there, and you have a view of the Catterskill High Peak to the north, and the trail will pass down into a forest of spruce and fir trees along the northern, northern slope. And you come to a uh, steep rock face with uh, tree roots uh, set up as a natural ladder upwards. You see that there is a rope that used to be tied there, but it looks like someone has uh, cut it and to make it difficult for people to uh, continue down the, this uh, natural ladder. And it is a, uh, how far of a drop is it? It is a 30 meter drop. So if, but it, the tree roots do make a little bit of a, a ladder that you climb. Yes, Boris. We're going down or up? I'm you went up, and now you're kind of coming back down, like in the saddle of um, of two mountains. So could we tie one of the ropes we got to the existing rope, or the take you that could. old rope? Yeah. Yep, you That'll could. Work. Yep. Make it safer. Yep. Give me who's going to tie it. Give us something to hold That's, on to. Uh, I don't have any rope use skills, so or survival. What What do we need? I'd give you a, it's either a survival, but if you don't have that, a hard dex. Somebody else should roll this one, because... I am distracted. I, I come from Greek fisherman's background. We know how to tie knots. Oh, that's right. All right. Oh, five. Oh, yeah. That is a perfect knot. Yeah, you got the classic fisherman just tied it on there. All right, so now you got a nice uh, rope 
hanging hanging down. Uh, whoever's rope you need, you use, mark it off. Because uh, unless you have a way to untie well, it's it, my rope. Yeah. Okay. So my not rope. El not Elvin rope. All right. So who's the first one to go down? I tied it. I'll go down first to prove that it's. All right. Give me a climb with two bonus dice. What is my climb? Climb. Another already used. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I did like it. Use a lot of skills people don't normally take. <laughs> I got twenty-one twice, and I've got twenty, so I'll spend the one point to. to Two bonus dice. Two I know. I, I got twenty-one uh, tw twice as my bonus dice. The other, uh, other one was bored. All right, so yeah, that that one point of luck. Yep, you you get down. You're like, oh yeah, this, this rope's awesome. All right, who, who's next? <laughs> I'm light. I think I'll go. Oh, go ahead, Boris. Oh, You're light I, also, I'm sure. Uh, 51, 71, 91. Ouch. So a 30, what luck? No, a 31 luck? 31 luck, that it would be. Or you could push it. You could, no. you could toss your vodka down to Damiel first, then you'd be much lighter. I was thinking I'm still jungle probably bounce, but not 30 meters. Um, I'll 30 meters a lot. Yeah, that's yeah, a lot. Yeah, 20 feet, I'll take my chances, but it's yeah, yeah, almost 100 feet. Sure. Yeah, yeah. So that, I'm down to 65 luck, unfortunately. To be fair, if you had fell, you probably would have had to spend 30 luck anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Who's next? I shall go <clears throat> steady. Uh, oh, I don't need two extra rolls. That's the 007. I'm debonair as I swoop down. I, I fashion a little um, carabiner sort of jobby out of hairpins and just glide. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, would you like to be the next forest fish that's caught in this net, or shall it be I? I, I, I'll quite happily take more people to break my fall when I inevitably don't do well. So be my guest, go before me. <laughs> well, that's... Uh, that's a lot of luck. <laughs> you got bonus dice. I know. Oh. Oh. If I so if I push the roll, do I get bonus dice again or no? Uh, you know I I'll, I'll give you the bonus die on that, but you can't spend luck on a push. So because I, I don't want this to be a bear, uh, complete berry. If you if you slip and fall though, one of the uh, dice for damage will be a max, automatic max. That's gonna be ten. Problem if I spend 27 luck to pass, I'm gonna be I don't I won't have enough to save myself from certain death later anyway. Ooh. So yeah, but it's pulp, you'll get a lot of that back. Yeah, but I don't want to spend session. it. <laughs> I can just stand at the back of the party and get us to do all the rolls for you in that case. Just say something poetic and float down. Nice. I could. 
float you down. I could catch you with my powers. Well, I guess I'm going to fall now. Machine <laughs> <laughs> doesn't sound. All right. So what you going to do? So if, if he starts to fall, you could. Yep, you I am. Know. I am falling. I'm not. All right, all you're luck. falling. All right, give me a telekinesis. Ah. <laughs> uh. I missed it by about six by six. So I'm just, I'm going to spend okay. six. All right. And that, maybe I just, and that, they get his. you to a regular. Yeah. They can right, so, uh, Nathaniel. Ooh, well, it, it, he does cushion it, but you still kind of bruise and hit and you take nine points. Oh, uh, I know. Oh. I rolled a one D 10. I was like, Oh, God. <laughs> Probably a lot of that's on his hands from trying to hold on to the rope. Oh, yeah. If you've ever done... Oh, man, that hurts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so. Oh. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm sorry. I tried to stop oh, you. I think you saved my life. I immediately run over and put some vodka into his mouth. Oh, thank you. Oh, my God. <laughs> there you go. That's going to pour on his wounds. Oh, right God. as rain. I'm going to try to do some first. Okay, yep. That's I'm going to wait until Damiel is definitely not distracted by doing anything else because I I just know I'm going to need help as well. Do you want to push that roll, Damiel? That first aid roll? Uh, oh. Um, what is my first aid? First aid. I'm 45. Yeah, okay, just it. before you roll, let me say, uh, let you know what you're going to do, because remember, you're indefinitely insane. All right, so if you fail, you are uh, pretty sure that uh, those, uh, those like stringy things that are that are there, those those aren't part of, those shouldn't be there. And you start pulling out some of his uh, blood system, giving him another 1d4 in damage. Okay, I. <laughs> <laughs> Can't I just cauterize his wounds? <laughs> it's just, it's just, I just bruised a couple ribs. <laughs> I, 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 uh, I have, uh, I've tinkered with humans and I've got my supplies in my bag. Let me see if I can do anything about that. Doesn't look well. I rolled a 35 for my 31st aid, so I shall spend five All responsibly right. and soberly. Little, little extra caffeine. Mm -hmm. All right, and for first aid and pulp, you get one one d four hit points back there, Nathaniel. Very nice. All right, now Milton. Whopping one point. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. Wasting my efforts. Probably because Damio got his dirty fingers in there already. <laughs> All right, Milton, you're up. <laughs> Right, if I call for them to steady the rope at their end, will that give me a third bonus die, or am I still uh, capped at two? I'm looking yeah. to banjo as much help as I can out of this. Yeah, you're still capped at two. Yeah. Right, here we go. Oh, get ready to catch. Oh, no, you won't need to. Uh, <laughs> ten. I'm good. Ah, uh, you're that guy at boot camp. I can't climb the rope. He flies up. It. You're just... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yo, so you guys get down there. Only one of you worse for wear. <laughs> All right. Oh, so, so the uh, the path uh, gets mostly easier from here with views of the Hudson Hudson River. 
as you slowly start climbing up another half mile to Indian Head Summit. Uh, who, are you back in the lead there, Nathaniel? No. Nope. All right, who's in, who's in the lead? I'll take the lead. All right. Give me a uh, tracker or spot hitter. Ooh. I got a 15. Well, is it a different result, whether it's track or spot hidden? Uh, it is. I am going to spend, uh, let's see. I'll spend 10 points of luck and make it a hard. I'll spend 12 points of luck and make it an extreme. Extreme track. spot hidden or track? Uh, track. Oh, nice. All right, so what you see is that uh, you're uh, about halfway along Devil's Pass uh, Trail, and you notice that the uh, heavy footprints, they break off. But with the extreme track, if you follow the heavy footprints a few steps, you also see a solitary footprints. Uh, they actually split a second time, and the solitary footprint is uh, much newer as in uh, probably a few hours ahead of you. Okay. Everybody's opinion. I see, you see this track here and this track here. You think this is Jeffrey, the one that splits here. This looks pretty fresh. Uh, whatever one it's newer, it would hope. Uh, makes sense for him to be the most recent one, if, especially if he's on his own. Yeah. All right. And those look like his, about his shoe size. So I think this is the one that we, now, but but I'm I'm curious why we've got three different trails. Um, well, you got the one that's the Devil's Path, which is the one right. that's that's built by the Civilian Conservation Corps. But you know, you're not seeing you know any significant footprints that way. So you got the one with the large group and the one that broke broke off, splitting from the trail. Okay, so, so the forgotten if, men went this way before the last rain. And this I wonder is if where, that means why we're getting closer to a cave, maybe. You know, because why Why wouldn't you just keep going up? He's going this way. So what do you say we go that way? We should, we should catch the lost lamb first before we deal with right. the forgotten men. The, the lost lamb is being led by something. So, yeah. And he's by himself, so I think the apparition doesn't make footprints. Right. Will of the Wisp. All right. And just to give you, a, it's probably you know, it's it's probably getting about two two in the afternoon by now. So, okay. So are you uh, so are you following the solitary footprints in? Indeed. Okay. So as you're uh, walking along along there, he comes. Uh, you start and go going down the eastern slope of the Sugarloaf Sugarloaf Mountain. There's a couple of rock shoots and outcroppings, and you come to a uh, gap that that you feel that you that you can't quite step over, but you're going to have to jump jump to get across. <laughs> oh, Milton! <laughs> how uh, how many feet? Uh, it is about eight foot across. Oh my God! That you can't jump over that. Can we find a uh, down tree? Maybe something. 
Uh, who's got your? Who's got the worst luck? 65. I have forty. I have forty-eight. All right, Nathaniel, give me a luck roll to see if there's like a maybe a down tree. Uh, with an eighty, there is not. Nope. Oh. What what we could do if someone gets over there first with some rope, they hold it, we tie it to ourselves as we jump over. At least then there's a safety, like a safety net in place in case we do fall. Just hope that they then are able to hold us or tie it to a tree on the other side. Either one works. Mm-hmm. So who's who's the best jumper? Who was the uh, who was the ace on the track back in uh, back in school? Well, we could do we could do your rope idea, Milton, for the first person who jumps over there as well. Yeah, so that they don't fall. If they fall, yeah. we wait. We is there a tree? Him. How how long is our? We got fifty foot of rope, right? Yeah. Is there a tree over there? Uh, yep. All right. See the rope. Oh, you, you're going to float it over there and I'm tie gonna it. see if I could just have... Well, I'm just going to see if I could float it around the tree and back. Mm-hmm. And then we can just tie it over here. And that works. Mm-hmm. So right. that is what I'm going to attempt. And Let's I mean, say, if, if it drops, it's just going to drop in the... You just pull it back up. Right, yeah. Uh, it's ropey. It's hard to control... <laughs> It's like um, pushing a rope. It's impossible. And, <laughs> yeah. If Alexius were still here, he could have just tossed me across and I could have tied a knot. I could try floating over. We have a grappling hook. Right. You do oh, have do grappling. Yeah. Remember, that's one of them asked if they yeah. had it. You said, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Maybe catch it in a tree or something. I don't know. Or Throw it behind the pole. I don't know. I... Try it. Throw it until it hooks. Yep. Right. It doesn't have to catch well the first time. We can test yep. it. All right. Who's throwing it? I have a 28 and throw. It's eight more than me. <laughs> there you go. I haven't thrown anything larger than a set of gambling dice for some years. If Wyatt was here, he has a very good throw skill, but Wyatt, share with me your wisdom about throwing things. Yeah. <laughs> no, I failed. How did uh, Jeffrey get across? Young, no. he ran and jumped, probably. That's eight Thanks. feet. Probably died. Is his dead body down at the bottom yeah, of the gorge? Say, look down. <laughs> it is not. Hmm. Uh, what kind of... Uh, Drop? Are we talking? Are we another number of meters? Uh, it's probably. Uh, it doesn't say, but it would probably cost. Yes, maybe probably about one d six in damage. Yeah, and we could probably take two hours and walk down some perilous route and climb up uh-huh. again, but it would mm-hmm. slow us down. Right, you'd definitely be spending the night out here if you did that. Uh, okay, okay. Let let and I take a big swig of vodka and I start. Falling ass, and I, I'm gonna try and jump. All she, right, she's gonna die. <laughs> Do you at Eight least have the feet. have the rope rope with you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Or oh, they could just throw a entire rock to it at this point. Let's mm-hmm. see. I have a twenty and jump, but I have oh. sixty luck. 
Make uh, sure we're holding on to the other end of it. 17. Yeah. So I'll, spend, I'll spend the seven. Oh, no, 20 in jump. I was going to say, yeah. So I was thinking he, 10. So you, you jump. Yeah, and as Damiel implied, you know, you're not going to land on your feet, but you land there where you're able to kind of grab and pull yeah. yourself up because, you know, as you up, you kind of go down. Almost like in Raiders of the Lost Ark when it, you know, just like, <laughs> like part If four. old man can do it, so can you. Trick <laughs> is vodka. You want me to throw a bottle to you? <laughs> throw anything flammable just yet. Tie the rope off, please. I tie it to the closest big rock or tree or whatever is. Trees are more tieable than rocks in general. I was thinking the rock, like a big gun. Mm. All right, so I'll bring it to the tree and I'll loop it around a bunch of times and okay. put my foot foot onto it. No fancy knot, just literally. Yeah, I mean, left over right, right over left is going to hold onto the tree. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, who's next? Will the rope give us a bonus style? Uh, sure, yeah, yeah, because you kind of got that there, and it'll be able to kind of catch you. All right. I made it on the second roll. Nice. Trying to get there, the rope, you kind of come down and just pull yourself up with the rope. No, there. Okay. All right. No one else is uh, jumping. All up. right. Uh, no, by all, by all, by all means. All right. Here we go. Big long run up, and then yeah, this will be the time where I might need some help. Damn <laughs> <laughs> <So>. you! <Yeah. laughs> right. Okay, get, get me. I'll, <laughs> I'll try. <clears throat> Got an eighty-eight. Ah! Oh. Grab the rope! Grab the rope! <laughs> they hold uh, it to that point. Ah! Oh well, you're lucky. Only only two points. You kind of like my face. <laughs> God damn it! Clamber uh, up. Boris, Damio, and Milton, give me a listen roll. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, five. Oh, 92. I didn't hear anything. Yeah. I didn't even over the screams of Milton hitting the rocks. It's an extreme. So. Yeah. 20 is a hard success for me. All right. So the two of you, you hear uh, maybe about six feet around away on your side of the gap. A little rustling in the uh, underbrush. Yeah, likewise, out comes a, a sword. All right. Marsden, Nathaniel? Well, they're drawing weapons over there. They're not that far away. Yeah, uh, that's true. Pulling out the pistol. <laughs> okay. What is it? Is it like okay. in the bushes? Yep, in the bushes. Who's there? Come out. I just trained a beat. I'm laying fully on the ground. With you hear, uh, let me see if I can do this imitation right. Uh, 
what does that sound like? Uh, you could give me a uh, survival roll. Or natural world. Or natural world, yeah. Natural world's probably actually better. It's the same number, but hey. Well, can, can, I I, can I make it as well? Frog. Sure, yeah. Uh, okay. What was that, Boris? I said, I think it's a frog from my roll. A frog. <laughs> so a 19 is a hard natural world for me. Uh, that, that sounds like a bear cub. Uh, that's a uh, that's a bear cub. Scared away. Boo! Scoop! No, don't, don't, don't mess with it. So, so if, you hear, the, be if you hear the cub, make sure you're not between the cub and the mother, so they'd be near the cliff side, so they can get a clear look at each other. Yeah, get, get out of the line of mother. We don't see mama. That's what I was going to say. I'm not looking for a little shambling. Now I'm looking for big bushes to shamble. Yeah, the tracks we've been following. Are they bear tracks? <laughs> they are not. <laughs> the rare uh, Catskills shoed bear. Yeah. <laughs> Want to double check? The wear The wear bear. All right. Uh, everyone give me a spot hidden. <laughs> oh. Oh, two. A 69 is a fail. Oh, two. Uh, So, Damio, as you kind of look around, you look over across the gap, and you see Mama coming up up behind. uh, Now, she's not right up on on him, but you see her approaching from that side. Wait, Mama's on that side? Baby's on this side? Yep, Black Bear. Uh, That happened. Uh, Black Bear, they're small. It Um, wasn't easy. Um, hey, lads, um, we're point. right. We're going to go away from the jump, and you mm-hmm. should go away from your end of the jump and let the family reunite. Otherwise, you know, we're going to have an ugly little fight with a very strong animal. Yep, just going to mosey on out of away the way. from okay. into the brush, away from the trail. <laughs> Give me, huh? Run oh, like hell. Give, no? give me, yeah, I was going to say, give me, I think powers probably, or maybe to try and keep yourself calm. You know, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going with power. So you, this is harder than you think. <laughs> like, well, ooh. I get a bonus die for my pulp talent, but I don't need it. Oh, five All is right. an extreme success. Yeah, yeah you kind of, uh, yeah. D9 is regular for me. All regular right. only. All right. Yeah. So you guys, yeah, as uh, I think Boris supply, yeah, you're, the heart's yeah. racing, but you're just like, okay, kind <sighs> of back, and you see the the mama. She she just kind of goes down the little crevice and crawls herself back up. Go off. Yeah, <laughs> I, I assume you don't actually yell that. Internal monologue. I will piss you off. <laughs> and she kind of comes over there and she uh, grabs the baby in her in her mouth, you know, by the scruff of its neck, kind of looks at you and then uh, heads on down, down away from you. All right. That's good rolls. It was good rolls because, yeah, black bears are small, but yeah, they'll still beat up. Like will defender, baby. Yeah. <laughs> well. Uh, yes, time. Cooper, uh, I don't think we should leave you uh, in the rear, given your earlier difficulty. And I'll tell you, um, uh, 
if you if you fashion a little rope harness around your hips and you know carefully between your thighs, you can throw a rope over the rope over the chasm, and the fellows could just tug you across, and you won't have to jump at all. It's uncomfortable and not dignified, but uh, no more. Ah! Okay. Well, you know, a lack of dignity is a small price to pay to keep breathing. Right. <laughs> All right. So. What you going with, Nathaniel? Uh, <laughs> well, if we could rig, race. if uh, <laughs> if we could rig the way across Mars, then suggested, I would much prefer that to jumping. Uh, all right. Remember, when you write about it, you could say you put me in rigging and you jump first. It's okay. All right. So who's going to construct this little, like, uh, rigging? Yeah, I'll tie it. It's around one thigh and the other thigh and then around the belt and then a little hook on the top and then we throw them the or they can throw us something to tie around them since right. i think right. you know. give me uh let's go with intelligence on that to make sure that you uh know how to actually tie it properly that should be safe ha 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 85 intelligence rolls of 96. Oh. uh i think i you know i must be we'll give it a few tugs and it'll i'm like no no it's i forgot oh. your yeah. it'll just flip upside down let me me over your shoulder, right? And uh, all right, all right. I'll just, I'll just jump. I'll just jump. <laughs> I was picturing the rope just pulling real tight on one of your limbs. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm right about that. Yeah. <laughs> all right, give me a jump roll. Are you get a bonus die. <laughs> yep, yep, yeah. I don't, I don't even have enough luck to spend to make that a pass. That was An eighty-five into a seventy-five. <laughs> Hmm. Damio, you want to telekinet connect? <laughs> sure. I'll try. Uh, you keep rolling zeros for everything else. Oh. <laughs> uh, if he's gonna fall, I'll I'll spend the ten points to. All right. Yeah. Make it. Oh. Excellent. Uh, oh, oh yeah there for a moment and you're like going, oh feather fall no <laughs> 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 all right mars and your last one over here yeah i could have sworn that trust idea was sound i just i guess uh yeah <sighs> i've got a rope i've got a rope around me and a rope under me i'm just gonna run and jump and I got a bonus die. <laughs> okay, uh, you know, 31 is close enough to spend luck on. I will not uh, plummet to my death. I will uh, be yanked with the little rope help from my Russian friend as I'm starting to go off course. That takes uh, me down to 72. I could do this. We could do this for weeks. Yeah. All right, guys, got across. Getting you to spend that look. I'll ask before we go any further. Uh, would any of the medics in the group like to uh, put my face back together? Your nose shouldn't be over there, should it? Yeah, it, it's usually pointing ahead, not a ninety-degree angle. Yeah. Let's see what we can do. 
Oh, 13. That's uh, that's a hard. Hey. Yeah. One. Ow! Oh. Yeah. Ah! At least it's pointing in the right direction now. But my yeah. red. Oh well. One d four back in hit points. Okay. Uh, try to make it worthwhile, won't you? Right. And that is two back. So exactly what I lost. But Nathaniel's hands. He lost nine points. We should help him too. Oh wait, we we did. He gave him one back. Oh, that's right. Okay. I got, I got, <laughs> got to get a, a good night's nice rest to get a couple more back. All right. So, so I at your cross, you're uh, coming up on this, uh, this hill as you uh, come, come over the hill and you look down into this valley, you see uh, Jeffrey. He's, uh, he, he's off in a distance, but he's standing next to this, uh, pile of uh, these blue stones the uh it's piled up how high up is it it piles it's taller than he is probably by about a foot and it lo looks like it's definitely wider than he is also that he's uh and he's kind of just staring at it like like rocks or crystals uh rocks they're kind of blue colored Mm -hmm. Are they regular shaped, or are they what? What? How are the individual rocks? Roundish or sharp? Uh, they look like they were probably naturally formed. Uh, it describes in a slabs. So, okay. So a bit shale-like, perhaps. Yeah, I could buy that. Yep. And when you say stack, it looks like the rocks are natural, but it's a man-made construction. That that is correct. That's like some seven feet high and so on mm -hmm. is he facing them away from us or is he facing them toward us or his back is to you but he is uh red curly hair is uh hard to miss and they're not glowing or anything we don't hear any whoa, 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 whoa. no no uh -huh. all right well uh we might need less stealth than otherwise to uh intercept him and that he's how fascinated how close are we uh probably you know uh you're kind of up there on the hill so maybe maybe as the crow flies like a, a half half mile to a qu three quarters of a mile but, you know, should we call for him or i'd suggest we have a look around first like do a good visual sweep to see if there's anyone else that's acting on lookout or ready to pounce if we go down there you think it might be a lure to catch it us could, it would be a really good trap if i would set it yeah also we can't expect him to say oh hello fellows i just went for a stroll and st stole your truck i think he's not mentally in command so we want to uh ascertain what his condition is i'm going to take out one of my lenses and see if i can determine anything else about this uh, this uh, rock pile. So uh, my lens is like a uh, telescope. Is there anything special about that? Yeah. Telescope? I just have a, uh, I have, I only have it described as uh, magnifying lenses. I don't think okay. I have a, not it's like, just a regular uh, not something supernat supernatural about it. No, I don't have a tricorder for this occasion. Just 
Gotcha. Probably in order. All right. So as you kind of uh, look through your, uh, tell it, we'll call it looking glass for lack of better yeah. term. Um, give me a spot hidden. Uh, page. That's a regular success. I'm afraid it's pretty far from a hard. It's just, I'm just under my 50, so I would have to spend a lot. And I, okay. I don't know that I need to. Okay. Uh, so you got a regular. So as you're uh, looking, you see some of the, uh, the underbrush uh, like getting pressed down, and it, it looks like it's uh, getting nearer to him. Uh-huh. There's a condition around him that's occurring. Uh, 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 something's moving down there that uh, isn't uh, evident, and it might be stalking our boy. Uh, if one of you is a crack shot, uh, maybe we can scare it off, although it will alarm our subject. I'm no good with guns. I am pretty good with a gun, and I'm good for about 110 yards, but that's still a quarter mile away. Yeah, that's a long shot. <laughs> I think we're just going to have to hurry. The the uh, the size of this disturbance, Keeper? Um, a little bit bigger than a, an adult male's footprint. Are you saying that uh, it's invisible, but we can see the ground moving? Yeah, can see it's crushing undergrowth. Something is something is uh, approaching him that is weighty, but not that I can't see. We might be we might need to warn him after all. At any rate, we should um, make haste. All right, so what do you, what do the heroes do? Heroes here? <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm sorry, how, how far away is he? He's a half, half mile as the crow flies, so. Well, well down to the valley, right? Uh, yes, uh, I'm going to, um, I'm going to fire one of the Nazi 36s about a 45 degree angle between us. So well into nowhere, but enough to make a cracking noise that should get both of their attention. Okay. Oh, well, uh, when you fire it, uh, Jeffrey does, uh, turn your, turn your way and, and look and, uh, everyone, he, he kind of sees you and then, uh, it's like he gets grabbed, you know, you can, you, it struggles and then uh the thing becomes visible it looks like a uh almost like an in insect uh creature probably about seven and a half feet tall with these long uh long arms it kind of wraps around it and everyone give me a sanity roll Ooh, no. <laughs> five is good and Go 88 is then. miraculously a pass. Wow. I have a lot of sanity left. More is good. 72 out of 78. Oh, sorry, Tom. Right. 91. 
right. If you pass, zero. If you failed, one D ten. Oh my god. Seven. Oh. Five. Right. Quite intelligent. Uh, Damio, no, no need for an intelligence roll because you're already you get an automatic bout of madness because you're indefinitely insane. So give yourself one more Cthulhu Mythos point. Uh, Marzen, give me an intelligence roll. Oh, that's so frustrating. It's 83 for my 85, but mm. I can't spend negative luck. No, you can't. Yeah, <laughs> it's so close to a fail. You get luck back, right? <laughs> All right. So uh, is this your first bout of madness due to a Cthulhu creature? I believe it is. And that is five points of Cthulhu mythos to you. Mm. And both of you give me a D10 for your bout of madness. One. I have a 10. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, for Damio, uh, give me another D10. Uh, two. Not too bad. For two rounds, you uh, can no longer use any of your pulp talents. And, oh, crap. Has anyone got the, key, anyone got the Keeper's Handbook handy? Uh, yeah, I have. Okay, because uh, uh, Marzin, you're getting a mania, a mania, mm. and so you'll need a roll of one d hundred. Thirty-two. Thirty-two. Under the sanity chapter, isn't it? It is. I think it's page one thirty-nine. Uh, one six one. Yeah, uh, one, no. One sixty and one six one. Or was it a uh, phobia or mania? Mania. And number? 32. Dacnamomania, obsession with killing. Don't <laughs> 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 your obsession, boy. <laughs> All right. And finally, and uh, Damio, how many uh, insane talents do you have? Um, I know pyrokinesis, you got... right? That's yep. it? That's it. Okay, roll a 1d20 for your insane talent, and Marsden, roll a 1d20 for your insane talent. Eight. Seven. I'll let you re-roll, Damio, because the one you rolled is not useful for the campaign. Uh, nine. Nine. Okay. Oh, this wait, one's really... Wait. You said a 1d20? 1d20. Sorry. Sorry, I'm rolling the wrong dice. We're going to keep with a nine because it's appropriate. I okay. like it. All right. So, Damio, you have insane language. Nope. Never have Swahili less in my life. How can it be? Be How hard can it be? You gain a grasp of all modern languages or a, a mythos language for a short time. This, uh, the effective skill of this language is 75%. And on a failed roll, you forget your native tongue for the next 1d6 days. And we'll, we'll make it a, uh, a mythos language, and I, I will type it to you in private chat. Okay. I mean, it makes sense, because I'm, I'm already a linguist. As soon as you rolled it, that's why I was like, yeah, we're going to keep that one. Okay. Plus and uh, Marston? Did, oh, what did uh, you roll? Seven, I rolled. Seven? You have insane speed. Look at me, I'm faster than a speeding bullet. When entering into a chase, 
the hero takes the bonus die on their constitution roll to determine their movement speed. Uh, then if you uh, succeed, you increase your speed by one, and extreme increases your speed by two. And since you know I love chases, you know, that, that could be helpful. Oh, uh, I sent the language to you there. I got it. Okay. All right. Okay. So you, uh, so so you see this uh, thing grab uh, grab Jeffrey, and at the same time, you see uh, coming from both sides of of you uh, some uh, some fo foliage uh, shaking, almost in the same. Uh, same same size as the creature that just grabbed uh, Damio, or not Damio, uh, Jeffrey. <laughs> All right, so we yes, will go. Blake, it's a trap. All right, so they're, right. They're, they are slower than you, though. Uh, Milton, you are first. Uh, sword comes out, look for visible target, or well, look for target, whether it be visible or not. <laughs> okay, you can... Uh, estimate where they're where one of them is at just by the ground being kind of pushed down underneath them gotcha. are they within range of me swiping at them yeah if you uh choose to kind of run at and you could easily get to it yeah i'll charge and swipe okay uh if if they're there i'm currently swiping about 180 degrees the wrong direction i rolled 98. okay uh he missed also. Oh, good. There we go. <laughs> Uneventful. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Up next is not Wyatt, Nathaniel. Well, with my revolver in hand, I will fire at the invisible thing. Yeah. <laughs> the, the the visible one that is grabbing Jeffrey or that's, the no that one's way out of my range. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's two of them that are coming at us. Yep. One from uh we'll say the east, one from the west. Okay, I'll fire out the one that Milton is not standing right in front of. Okay. Fire away. Uh 23. I'll spend three points of luck to make that a pass. <laughs> okay. I have a gun. I'm not good with it. <laughs> All right. Damage on that. Oh, two points of damage. Yeah. Okay. Uh, when you hit it, though, because you actually hit it, uh, the invisibility goes off, and you see it is another one of those uh, those uh, insectoid creatures. Not like cockroach man. No, not like cockroach man. Definitely, you know, it doesn't look like your uh, friendly parasite. <laughs> this one is not from Yadif. Yeah. It is not. Uh, Damio. Um, well, I'm, I'm a little dazed at the moment because I mm. saw the thing, but if there's an invisible thing near me, I've got my knife. Okay. So I'm just, I'm going to just there is forward. There is one visible also that uh nathaniel shot oh okay well the second i see the lobster i'm going to swing away at it get some right. king crab legs mm -hmm. delicious all right gosh same dice as last time terrible dice. is this is this brawl yes, yes. it is yeah. okay. that's not a two, that's not two feet 
<laughs> I, I, I got uh, uh, 45, which is exactly my brawl. So. All right, I got a no, miss. Not. It's 65 oh. is my brawl. Um, yeah, so I got a regular. Okay, roll your damage. Uh, let's see, my knife is... Wait, what is a knife? It's a big knife. 1d4 plus 2 plus damage bonus normally. Uh, three. Okay. All right. Um, Boris. All right. So I'm going to run up next to the one that Milton is fighting with, knock Milton out of the way and try and just drap, um, jab the, the barrel of my gun and into, you know, the rifle and pull the trigger. All right. Uh, as long as What's you don't mount. my friend? Yeah, I, yeah, I'll give you a bonus because you know it's still kind of invisible and everything, but yeah. You know, so and forty-one or a eleven. All right, eleven sounds like a good hit to me. <clears throat> that would be extreme, actually. Yeah, I have a sixty in in rifle. Okay, boom. Uh, two D six plus. Plus one, that's max damage. Yep, 13 plus another 2d6 plus one. Plus four, plus six, so 10 with 23, 24 points. Right? All right, yeah, I'm doing the math in my head because he, he's got armor, so I'm subtracting that. Uh, he did not like that, but he's still standing. But uh, there's like this nasty goop just bleh, goes kind of bursts out from it and and, and everything. And uh, uh, so bolt action, so I'd have to take a round to reload and everything. I can't shoot again with that. Right. And give me a dodge when that crap blows out of it. Ninety nine. All right. Uh, I wonder 90. if it's guts or acidic. Uh, so roll a 1d10. Eight. Okay. Lose that much in dexterity as part of you disappears from existence. Ouch. <laughs> Anywhere it hits, suddenly there's like this. I don't want to say like a wound because that implied bleed. It's almost like a hole in reality. <laughs> and everyone can take, you can definitely make a sanity check for like, holy crap, I've got holes. <laughs> I failed that also. Okay. I'm oh. remarkably unfazed. <laughs> yeah. <you're... laughs> 96. Oh, geez. Uh huh. Yeah, 1d6 for Boris because it's like your body that's like disappearing. Everyone else, it's uh, if you fail, it's 1d4. I, I passed. Run, my friend. <laughs> oh, what, did, what is it for a pass? I'm uh, zero. Serious, zero. Zero. serious sanity rolls right now. All right. <sighs> Give me another uh, 1d10. Go up another one in Cthulhu Mythos, Damio. Oh. And uh, roll another d10 as you uh, also suffer another hit. <laughs> another hit, another bout. But I don't yep. know. You only lost four points. 
Yeah, if you lose any sanity, it's uh it's about yeah. Three. Three. You are the red mist descends upon you as violence is you're dying, man. <laughs> All right. Uh <laughs> Marsden. Uh so uh Uh, our um, doomed subject is north of us, and one is coming from the east, and one is from the west. Yep. Are they both now a lot uh, visible because of injury? Uh, yes, they are. Uh, and they're obviously they have chitinous shells. Yep. Exoskeletons. How many limbs are we looking at? Uh, just four. You know, like two. They're a, they're a bipedal creature. So, so they're just, they're bipedal. Uh, yeah. They have big compound eyes. Uh, they have many eyes. Yes. Uh, I, in the picture, I count ten. Uh huh. Very nice. Uh, well, I uh, um, I guess the one that's. Uh, that's vanished one of my comrades is probably the one I feel most hatred for. So right. I would like to stride forward a couple paces and fire at its, uh, is it, is it mandibles? Uh, yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We're shooting for the, shooting for the head. There'll be less exoskeleton. Uh, 52 is a rotten roll, uh, but I'll, but I have to kill it. So I'll spend 20, to to make that a regular shot okay roll your damage uh, oh, three three handguns yeah handguns yeah you don't don't get through its armor all right it is their turn all right so down at down at uh where jeffrey is you start to see that them start to shimmer and they start getting almost see-through. And uh, these guys here, the one is, uh, Damio, you attacked the one that Nathaniel had shot, right? So he is going to uh, take a uh, swing at you. You want to fight back or dodge? You're on mute. I'm, I'm, I'm red mist. All I can do is attack. All right. Yeah. I forgot about that. But I'm swinging wildly. I got an 87. He is not. He hit. Okay. He hits you and it kind of enters into your shoulder and does six points of damage. Ooh. All right. And uh, what is uh, Boris? The, the other one is going to try and embrace you with its uh, things. You want to dodge, fight back? I yeah, I'll fight back. Okay. Using the club, like a club. Like, yeah, like uh, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, uh, fighting brawl, right? Yep. Ah, uh, fuck, eighty-two out of forty-eight. What is your size? Um, 70. Okay. All right. He, uh, he embraces you 
And uh, everyone sees like for Boris, it starts doing that. He starts kind of translucent, loosened, and starts flashing in and out, almost, uh, almost like I could picture like a Star Trek uh, transporter if it's malfunctioning. <laughs> All right, Milton. Uh, I am pulling the fuck back because I don't want my sword to vanish. I don't want to get splattered with this thing. And even if I did hit, I doubt I'm going to be able to get through its armor. So I'm pretty much useless at this point. Get the hell out of Dodge. <laughs> okay. All right. That makes sense to me. <laughs> Nathaniel. Um, I will try to get closer to the one that's trying to take Boris and put three rounds into it, like getting as close as I I dare. All right. Fire away. Three rounds, so that's uh each one's at a penalty day. If he's getting closer, will a bonus die cancel that out? Yeah, so regular shots. Yeah. Good call. Oh three first shot. That's oh, an extreme. Nice. <laughs> Second shot. An oh one. Oh, and then a 58, which is a wild miss. Yeah, you're just like, oh my god, I got it both eyes with that one. <laughs> there, there is that. Uh, there is in pulp the rule for if you do roll an 01 that you may be able to get uh, an extra benefit at the keeper's discretion. Uh, it's dead anyway. It, it had two hit points. <laughs> so, the first, so you hit it, then you shot the thing that was dead. And uh, Boris, you're you can't dodge the the guts kind of just pouring down onto you. And I will roll here, so you lose another nine in dex. Oh, I'm like crippled. I was crippled to begin with. All right. Uh, that was Nathaniel, right? Damio. All right, because I'm still in uh, red mist. I'm not trying to get away from it. I'm trying to grapple it and. Gotcha. It. Yeah, yeah. Oh, four. I got a hard. I'm assuming oh, four is an extreme. Uh, it doesn't uh, matter. You're the attacker anyway. I'm sure. It's yeah, hard. I, I, <laughs> a lot, actually. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> now, once again, it's not going to do any damage. <laughs> Let's see. Fuck. Wait, Three that points. Extreme, right? Well, it's, it's still yeah. going to be impale. So remember, you get maximum plus roll. That's yeah. not, when you're, oh. not when you're fighting back, though, right? Is it? Right, but I'm attacking. Okay. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Thank you. So, yeah. So then it's <laughs> seven, seven points. Okay. Yeah. All right. Give me a dodge. 45. Uh, nope. All right. You get splashed and you lose three index. There's part of you kind of like three. Three points of dex, dexterity. Oh, three index. I thought you said three index, and I'm like, what the hell's index? Yeah, yeah. makes no sense. I'm down to thirty-three dexterity, just for the record. Yep. No, no dance for you tonight. All right. Uh, that was Damio, and next up is Marsden. So uh, after. Uh, bludgeoning, blade bludgeoning, Demiel fell back a bit to try to avoid the splash. Yeah, or something, or you know, he kind of just wondering whether there's enough distance. Should I, I, should I 
shove this stick of lit dynamite toward the thing. There is not enough distance for that. I, <laughs> I can't avoid anything because I'm... Yeah, he, he maybe ducked the splatter coming out, but yeah. Or okay. tried to. Uh, then I just have to shoot again. Uh, I guess I'll try two shots, though. Okay. Because why not? Okay, so the first is a fail, and the second is uh, a likely success. Yes. Uh, my best roll was a 14. My, uh, so I had two fails and two successes, one of which was a, uh, hard, but the other was normal. Okay. All right, so roll so your damage. 1d6. Three. Okay. I'm going to get my uh, Mag yeah. Magneto rifle up and running after right. this. And with your new uh, decks there, Boris, they are faster than you now. Oh, yeah. Oh, so it, it goes, it kind of uh, explodes in rage. And uh, Damio, get a uh, fight back as it kind of trying to just barrel through you. Um, brawl? Yeah. Uh, regular. All right. He uh, barrels through you pretty easily because I got it hard. Uh, you take six points. And uh, as you have been marked, Boris, he comes running up to you. You want to try and dodge or? Um, that would affect my dodge, my lack of decks too, right? It, it would. It would. Yeah. Can I just reach into my pocket, grab my bottle of vodka and a match and just light a, a bowl of us up? up? I, I will I will allow it, even though vodka is not flammable. But yeah, go for it. Let's well, the moonshine I got from the yeah. store. Proof. Moonshine. Yeah, yeah moonshine. Because, oh, yeah. Go for yeah. it. Uh, oh, freaking three. Would you believe that? I couldn't have gotten that on the dodge. Nice. So you, you kind of spit it, spit that stuff at him, right? It's, I uh, figured I'd just yeah. dump it on us and light both of us up. Fuck it. All right, yeah, you catch. I'm gonna roll a damage. He does scream, but he does kind of just his weight just kind of barrels into you, and uh, you see he's embracing it, and you see all this this inferno of fire going. Uh, Boris, what would you like to do <laughs> as as everything's burning? Um, can I? Is there, can I roll us off a, like down a hill or off the cliff, off the precipice or something? Give me a strength. Oh, God. I have 45 strength, too. Oh, I rolled bad. I actually got a 29. Alright, I got a, uh, I got a regular, I got a regular with my 95, so, uh, but, <laughs> so, uh, we both got a regular and I am stronger, so, uh. You're attacking, so. Yeah, well, you're the one fighting, but yeah. Okay. We'll say you get get in rolling, though, because you were the attacker. That was on your turn. So they start oh, ro rolling down the hill. Milton, you see this uh, ball of fire. Fortunately, it's been uh, somewhat wet, so, you know, you're not catching all the underbrush. On. Um, I am pretty much useless in this situation, I think. Uh, all right. I, I'll hold... In case okay. something comes up for later. Nathaniel? 
Oris. <laughs> charging down, going down after him. And right. if it's, yeah, if it's not right. like I'm not going to precipitate myself to my own death. Right. Yeah. I will yeah. try to give me a deck get, get down to where they're going to stop. Okay. Yeah. 37 is a regular success. All right. You do not fall down, but they're rolling. So they're staying ahead of you. So if you're wanting to actually like physically hit them, you're not going to catch up. So, but you're keeping pace. But if you want to take a shot, I'm trying to said, keep pace for when they stop moving. Okay. All right, I, I, don't, I, I don't dare shoot at them because I was like, go for it. <laughs> All right. You won't take Boris alive. <laughs> Damiel. Am I still in the red mist? You are not. Okay. I rolled and you only had two rounds. Okay. Well, as I'm coming to, if there's one, is there one next to me or near me? Nope, that one bar barreled over you, and that's the one that's on fire now. Okay. Um, and Boris is also on fire, isn't he? He is, yeah. I have shorter hair. It's only a way. Um, Yeah, I guess we're just going to have to run after. Okay. All right. I was going to try to the bug, but uh, yeah. not really. Understood. Marsden. You're on mute. Uh, Joseph and his attacker, have they vanished completely? Yes, they have. Yep. Uh, did they... Uh, leave a, a trail of crushed vegetation or when they're invisible yeah. completely do they just do it's almost like this blinked out uh -huh. uh, i was hoping i could try to figure out something about the um injuries as it were sustained by our friends and see if i can neutralize them via chemistry but One's on fire, and they was chasing the one on fire. Mm -hmm. uh, which makes it difficult to treat them. That it would. <laughs> I need to kill these bugs, so I guess I have to run after them. Okay. All right. So as you run after him, you see uh, as it's holding on to Boris, they're, they're starting to blink, blink. And oh, yeah. And uh, Boris and them just kind of blink out. All that's left is like maybe where the vegetation got a little charred, where they were, where they were just like how Jeffrey disappeared. You know, they just blinked away. <laughs> and uh, as you guys are kind of standing there, maybe with your mouth agape, you uh, you see some uh, people, some obviously mountain people coming up to the blue tower. And what gets your attention is that one of them is wearing a very familiar armor that you're used to seeing. He's wearing Wyatt's armor, but it's not Wyatt's body. And that's where we'll leave it. Whoa. Nice. <laughs> Ah, our players included Jason Melnichok, Matthew Sanderson, David Gasway, Morgan Llewellyn, and myself with Keith Craig as the Keeper of the Secrets. We have a Discord server where you can chat with our other members, you can set up private games, and you can learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastering. 
There's a link below. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. If you'd like to support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar or two a month helps us a lot. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Riley, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of the Google role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming. Thank you.